Thank you for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. Yes, that's right. The name of this podcast has changed. We will no longer be called Make Room for More. What remains the same is the content and the direction of the show. You will continue to hear biblical truths that will uplift and challenge you to find a place for dyslexia in your life and to let Christ take center stage of your life. This episode is another short devotional to help you get your day started. So please pause for a moment, take a deep breath, and be blessed. The woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. John 4:15. The fog of shame and doubt is starting to lift from Olivia's mind. She is aware that Jesus cannot be speaking of any ordinary water. She visits Jacob's well every day and she must return every day. It quenches her thirst for a while, but she must return. And although the water nourishes her physical body, it does nothing for her soul. Jesus' words sound too good to be true. What kind of water is this that a person only has to drink once and never thirst again? If what he is saying is true, Olivia wants this water. And it wasn't lost on her that Jesus said, The water that I shall give, the owner and creator of this water is right in front of her. And she isn't too shy about asking for it. Let's pause for a moment. Starting a ministry at times is more mental than physical. It's time consuming and it can pull you in and require more and more of your time. So we are constantly on the lookout for ways to curtail or reduce our time on this end of the project. We need to find a way to make better use of our time because we sometimes feel that we are all over the place. And I know exactly how that feels. The busy work of the ministry has taken its toll. It has taken over. And it's all that we can do is to keep our head above water. Then as we are again surfacing the YouTube world, we come to see an advertisement that seems to be the answer to our prayers. So what they are offering, we give it a try. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. We had such hopes that we would never have to come to the well again. But we find ourselves being led endless apps and affiliations and joining this and joining that. Now our emails are bombarded with advertisements. But we are too deep to turn around and find our safe harbor, which is Jesus. When I wrote my second book, I wanted to self-publish, but I didn't have a clue where to begin. I was so overwhelmed, and I spent hours looking at YouTube, promising this and promising that. I had to take something from this site and something from that site and eventually pull it all together. It was the marketing piece that threatened to take me under. It just didn't make sense, and it was taking my time away from formatting my book. I stopped one day and said to the Lord, I can't do this. I work all day, then as soon as I clock out, I clock into the ministry, working on my book. I was exhausted and didn't know what to do. Lord, I need help. And the Lord said to me, write, 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 and let it go. I will do the rest. Now, who writes a book 
produces a product and does not actively market it? Who pulls all of their energy and time into something and let it go? Well, I had a choice to make. Trust God when what he was instructing and encouraging me to do didn't make sense. Or I could continue on the track I was on. So I prayed and with great trepidation, I took the wise counsel of the Lord and I let it go. Immediately, I could physically feel the weight of the world lift off my shoulders. I made a decision. Keep in mind, the Lord did not promise that my book would be a bestseller. He did not promise that I would make lots of money from the sales of my book. He promised, I will do the rest if you let go. And to be honest, I didn't know what that meant. All I knew was that if God was in charge, his purpose for the book would happen. I did not know how God would market and sell his book. I didn't know if he would do anything with that book. I had to let it go. It was his story, his talents, his ministry. It was time I learned what it meant to be a faithful steward. And that is what I did. I let it go. I wrote the book. I did my part in having it published. And I let it go. The book has been selling a few copies each year, and at times I would get discouraged and want to jump back in the well of marketing. But Christ would always remind me that he was in charge, that it was his book, and that if I trust him, I would see amazing things. And I was to keep focusing on just writing. Was I willing to wait like Abraham? For 25 years to see the fulfillment of God's promise? Here is where grace shows up. Grace is the power of God that makes us adequate to fulfill His will. His grace would strengthen me to wait. Sir, give me this water that I thirst not, neither come hither to draw. Jesus invites us to come and drink deeply, which strengthens us to not lean to our own understanding. But as we acknowledge his plan and his timing for all things, we will find rest in trusting the one who holds our past, our present, and our future in his hands. But did you catch it? Olivia asked Jesus to give her eternal life. When she asked for the water that she would never thirst again, that's exactly what she was asking for. I discovered that You're no longer drinking water that doesn't satisfy when you're no longer looking for a quick fix or a way out. Jesus isn't saying that we will never be thirsty. What he is saying is we will never thirst for anything but his word. Why? Because he is the great satisfier. Thank you for listening to another episode from Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted. If you know an adult with dyslexia, please share these short devotionals with them. For more devotionals, please visit my website at www.wrpublication.com where you can read or listen to archived shows. Thank you again for joining Dyslexia Uniquely Gifted and be blessed.